Thank you for listening. You're still here. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of running in talking, but boy, we like to run. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> if you like it so much, we made a podcast. Hello, everybody. This is the Gas Cap Renegades podcast, also known as the Trailcast. I'm your host, Levi Black Eagle, and we are going to go on an adventure. So lace up them shoes, grease up those nipples, and put some band-aids on those ass cheeks, and let's talk running. Trail running. The Gas Cap Renegades podcast. Trailcast. Good evening, everybody. I guess you should say good evening. I don't want to listen to this. Good morning. Good day. Good day to everybody. We have a pretty wicked special asterisk episode <laughs> this week. Why are you laughing? <laughs> um, we are calling this one the quarantine episode. With me, we have a super awesome guest co-host for this week. None other than the one only... Brocade Black Eagle. Hello, Brocade. Hello. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. It was either you or danger. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to have danger next to, next week, huh? I bet you'd do a good job, huh? I think he would. I think he would too. I think he's a good talker. Yes. So, um, so for those of you who don't know, we how do I explain it? We went on an adventure. On a major adventure, but with the <laughs> if, in case you've been living under a rock, um, there's a thing going on right now, and we decided to self isolate just to um, mitigate any exposure for the uh, the coronavirus. COVID is it COVID or COVID nineteen? COVID. I don't know. COVID nineteen coronavirus. Anyhow, we're just doing our part. Everybody, we're trying to minimize the amount of um, exposure to people that we have, so we're just staying home. And as a result, we, uh, we, I couldn't meet up with Jason to record our podcast, so we're doing it here in the <laughs> safety of our home, in our little credenza here. <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't, we couldn't just say, no, screw it this weekend, we're not going to have anything, so our fans deserve to hear our voice. Our fans have come to rely on us, and uh, we can't let them down. We're not going to. So thank you. You're welcome. You can. You don't have to whisper. You can speak up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, quarantine episode. Episode number 16. 15. Scott. Scott Redo. It was a good one. I felt like it was pretty long, but I felt like it was just, um, it didn't feel long-winded, though. Very insightful, very, very informative. If you don't know who Scott is, I feel like you know who he is now. So thanks, Scott, for that. Thanks for going back and um, clearing up and telling us what we're doing wrong for our 100-mile training. Um, News. Honey, how's the quarantine going? It's great. Yes, we, we came back from Chicago, Illinois, where there is some positive cases of the coronavirus. Um. 
So right when we got back, we got off the plane to Denver, cruised right home, and I've stayed home since then. Um, I was contacted by people in the community inquiring if we were going to go to the game. They were worried about exposure since we are in Chicago that we may have been exposed to it and that we might give it to everyone else, which I I agreed with and I respected and so I contacted my supervisor. I was supposed to report back to work on Friday. We came back Thursday, and they gave me a permission to stay home until I'm going to contact them Sunday and see what the story is beyond mm. that. Um, so I've been just staying home, but I love it right now because we have been so busy. I feel like we rarely see each other, and we were... That's always something to do or yeah. something that we had to do. And I feel like yeah. we never get to just sit there and not do anything, yeah. which um, usually isn't what we do anyhow. But it feels good to not do anything. <laughs> just slept all day and uh, ate when we wanted to. But no, yeah, I mean, we're just um, better safe than sorry. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. And I think that... um if we can all do everything that we can just to minimize exposure, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to ask yourself risk and reward. I mean, is the juice worth the squeeze? <laughs> sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes you get lemon juice in your ankles. <laughs> so quarantine. So yeah, we're just staying home, relaxing. Have you been outside yet? I don't think you've been outside since we made, since we made a home. Nope. I have not been outside I've been staying busy with my beading. I'm getting a lot of working on a lot of projects that I haven't got done. Mm-hmm. Made some baby moccasins. Those are nice. If you haven't seen them yet, look on Facebook or Instagram under Brocade and you'll see some lovely moccasins you just whipped out. I have beaded on moccasins and I hired someone to put them together. Um, so these were the first ones that I actually put everything together. In the beginning, I had some instruction during our prenatal classes. We were making moccasins at Croy HS. And so I had, you know, they started me out and showed, instructed me on how to make them. And so I was able to finish them up. So I'm going to keep them. And as usual, you did a great job. I think I should have been surprised there. <laughs> I had fun. So I'm going to work on some more moccasins. I want some now too. Can you make me some? Okay. After I get done with mine, though, I made some high-top moccasins about two years ago for myself, and I never got them done, but I realized why, because that buckskin's really hard to beat on, and I'm pretty sure my hands are going to be sore after this. Will the needle go right through your thimble? It has a couple times. (laughs) So my fingers are going to be pretty sore. Can you put a Band-Aid on your fingers and then put on the thimble? Yeah. Yep. I don't get tough enough. Do you have any brand new thimbles? Are those less likely to go? Yeah, I... I use them all the time so they get a lot of wear on them and start wearing down and holes. And so I buy new ones, and but I'm not able to get out, so I'll just wait for a bit. Then those kind of remind me of a, yes. a comfortable pair of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> With holes in them. You gotta put your legs on. Oh, Levi. Um, <laughs> so we watched. If you're, if you're, if you're doing a self imposed quarantine and if you're taking this whole, um, if you're taking the situation right now serious, I mean, because we are, I mean, we're, I don't, I'm not, no one's come over. Our parents dropped off groceries and they just kind of left them there and left. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it for dropping for, we've had, I've had people 
inquire if we need anything. Thank you, Cora, Mm -hmm. for inquiring if we need anything. And for uh, Levi's parents for dropping off groceries for us, for my dad dropping off groceries at 5 o'clock this morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or I don't know if it was 5, but it was really early. (laughs) Jason was going to bring lunch, but he just kind of left the Bozeman, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I wonder if I should have someone drop off a care package for beaters. (laughs) Yeah, some wax, some uh, size D thread. Yeah. Maybe some more thimbles. I need a tan hide. A brown. A brown tan hide? (laughs) Okay, so we're still in quarantine and you hear this being over. (laughs) Tan your hide. I was sitting here thinking of things I needed that I can't go grab, so. Yeah. There was like snacks that I don't even eat that I wanted to eat just because I knew I couldn't go get them. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Actually, for some reason, I don't know why. I actually want to go to Billings and do something, which I never really do. I'm totally happy just sitting mm-hmm. there beating, but I just knew it was because I couldn't. Yeah, the boys are doing okay. <laughs> they're doing great. I think they're they're happy to stay home. They're going everywhere all the time. They were. They're, just having, they're running around out there. The only time they bother us is when they want to eat. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I didn't appreciate right when we woke up, Levi puts on that movie. If you're if you're in um <laughs> self if you're gonna self quarantine during a pandemic, do not watch contagion or outbreak. Yeah. Contagion is the worst. Oh Levi God. it felt like it was happening. It felt like I was just watching the news or like watching something that was going on right now. It's scary. He scared the crap out of me. I could see, I could feel the change. I could feel, I could feel your nervous energy. And then I was like, my throat hurts. I think I'm getting sick. Do you think I caught it? But I feel better today. So maybe I was just, I think I've just been really tired and then my body's just really worn down. So it's really nice uh-huh. just to rest and yep. chill out. We woke up yesterday at like 1.30 and flew and then drove from Denver to here. So I was really tired. It was like one of those things where you stay up all night and you just feel sick. Like you just, your body hurts and I don't know. But there was an interesting, interesting factor during that movie. It said we touch our face two to 3,000 times a day. Two to five times every minute. Every waking minute. And since we started like trying to practice good hygiene, my face has been itchy. I just <laughs> want to scratch it and touch my eyes and rub my mouth or rub my nose, pick my nose, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe how much I want just because I don't want to do it. It's messed up. Yes, it is. So, news. Speaking of Chicago, um, should we say why we were there? Sure. We went to the grand opening of the um, Ipsologa Women and Warriors exhibit at the Field Museum, which was uh, formerly known as the Field Museum of Natural History, named after its first major benefactor, Marshall Field. Um, and it's the one of the largest museums of natural history in the world, I believe. It gets more than 2 million visitors a year. So there will be a lot of people going in there seeing the Absalaga visit or exhibit. And it's cool because it's not just like a little thing. It's, it's, a, it's a major exhibit of a museum and it's dedicated to Absalaga, the curl, which I thought was pretty historical. And I'm glad that we got to be there and be a part of it. And to have you or my wife up there, um, it's, I don't even know how to like say it or how to explain it. It's just pretty, it's pretty awesome. Do you want to say anything about it? Yes. 
I kind of, when we first walked into it, mm-hmm. I got emotional. Like, yeah. I don't know what it was. It was just, it was so beautiful. And it was awesome just mm-hmm. to show how Absalagav, our tribe, mm-hmm. it's just an amazing tribe. And, the, and it just showed what we come from, mm-hmm. what we create together. Yeah. It's just a beautiful thing. And then to have my photo up, um, I wanted to say thank you to Adam Sings in the Timber and Joe, Joe Ree and, yeah, and Nina Sanders for including me in this. It was just a wonderful opportunity. And it really hit home for me uh, because I was wearing the outfit that me and my mother had made together. Mm-hmm. And I knew she was just, I really wish she was there with me. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to be there and to take my family, yeah, it just meant so much to me because it just showed what we can accomplish if we all work together and how rich our tribe and our culture is. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so beautiful and how resilient we are. Yeah. It's just amazing. It is. It was. And then also they had a dedication on there and it was dedicated to my niece. Okay. Sarah, um, stops pretty places and Selena, not afraid. That Mm -hmm. really, really touched my heart. That was, it was just awesome. It was also in, um, in, um, in honor of all the other um, missing murdered indigenous mm-hmm. women. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, um, I've been to museums where they've had like, where we've seen crow stuff, mm-hmm. but it was part of a collection of like Native Americans in full, but this was just straight crow, mm-hmm. which was pretty different and pretty interesting. I don't know that, that there's ever been another exhibit like that for any tribe in a major museum. Not that... um. Comparing the two, but just because it's us, I, I feel like it's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, I think that maybe we should, maybe someone from each tribe should try to spearhead something like that because mm-hmm. we're all so different, but we're also unique. Mm-hmm. We're all uniquely different. Is that a word? Uniquely different? <laughs> uniquely I the same? It. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you could go to like, if we can get like, because I think all tribes are so rich in history. That they they need to they need to get on get on there and start working to do something like because it's I, it's pretty empowering it's mm-hmm. really great and what they did over there is pretty I don't even have any more adjectives besides awesome and great and all the, the usuals but yeah you just got to get there and experience because it and it's really only I feel like it's just a tip of um our culture but I feel like it's really a good tip. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it really encapsulated a lot. It really highlighted the things that we're proud of, like our beadwork and um, our women. Um, I think there's some things that are a little, um, some things, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it, it doesn't have everything, but it has a lot of the good stuff. And I feel like it's really, really a wonderful exhibit. And it's going to travel. I think it's going to be in the Field Museum till, is it like next year sometime? I don't remember the dates. I, I think it's about a year. It's going to be there in Chicago. So then it's going to start traveling. So that's, pretty cool i think yeah. if they can get it to the i have been to the yellowstone art museum i don't know where they would put it but if they can get it there so that all of us could experience this i think that'd be pretty pretty amazing to I bring would. it home i would it would we have a book where all the women were um part of the what's it called the night night collegium yep night i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right but yeah all the um 
all the women were in the book for culture and society and it is a pretty i i perused through it or actually i read the whole thing this morning man it, it is it is it is something something to behold and something to, that makes you just proud to be absolvable i think that's just the chapter so yeah chicago it was good first time in chicago what do you think it was fun i didn't realize it was right by the big old giant lake no i didn't know that either the ocean? I was totally off. I don't know my my geographics too well. Everybody thought it was the ocean. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we're right by the ocean. He was like, I think that's a lake. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, it's like one of the Great Lakes, and holy moly, it might as well be an ocean. It's it's huge. It, it was huge, and the the museum is just right by there. Yeah, it's right on the waterfront. Right on the waterfront. Our so, hotel was right. Yeah, it was just it. right there on the other end of the hallway. You would just look out and see the lake. Danger, so, Danger was pretty bummed that we didn't get to go check out the Shameless house. Oh, yeah. They wanted, Danger and Flint wanted to go check out <laughs> where they're filming Shameless. I said, I think we can do that. Did you know they just, they film it most of it in LA? Oh, really? Except for a couple exterior shots where they do, will come to Chicago and film, but hmm. the majority of it's like on a soundstage and in LA. They were pretty bummed to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found out that's where Candyman, the neighborhood <laughs> candy. Yep. I was talking to my good friend Eleanor, and she said that she had her friend when she was visiting there some years back take her over there to where the Candyman originated, the neighborhood, and it was condemned. And I was like, that would be awesome to go see because I see that there's a new Candyman coming out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Candyman was one of my favorite movies as a kid, and I completely forget it was in Chicago. There was a couple other movies I wanted to see or that were in Chicago, or it, but we didn't have any time to do Mm-mm. any of that, but still a good time. Mm-hmm. We saw The Bean, mm-hmm. which is actually called, what is it called? The Gate? There was a gate in there. Something Gate. Not Heaven's Gate, but Mm-mm. The Gate. I thought of Heaven's Gate, too. <laughs> but that was the cult where they all killed themselves. Oh, my gosh. And they were in Nikes. What? The same sweater. That's not good. It wasn't good. No. Well, the bean, it looks like a bean. It, it's a bean. It's, it's like a, a bean. bean. It's a huge jelly bean. The kids loved it. They ran all the way around it. We took some, a good picture of the kids in front of it. And this you can see like the buildings in back of it. Yeah. It's just a really cool area. And there was those big, what, were the, what would you call them? Pillars? Or what was that called? Yeah. Towers like where there old- was faces that would randomly pop up on these big old there were stone like, things. Kind of like glass ceramic towers. Yeah. Like really, really tall. Like yeah. two, three stories tall. And like they were looking at each other. It looked like on like maybe the size of a giant basketball court. And like big old faces would appear on the blocks. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Weather was decent. The sun was, came out that half day. Yeah. The rest was cloudy. It was a little cold. chilly. It was chilly. But not unbearable. I didn't get any deep dish pizza. Yeah, we tried that one evening, but it was closed. And if we wanted to order the deep dish, it would have taken an extra like 20 minutes to cook. And we were starving. And we didn't even think about that. Mm-mm. We had a little powwow at the field museum. Mm-hmm. Danger push dance. Mm-hmm. The boys looked great in their vests. Everyone who was dressed up looked great. Um, yeah, so it was a good time. I'm glad we went. I was scared. At first, of bringing the boys, but I'm glad I'm glad they came. Yeah, I forget that they're just a little bit older than babies, and they're not babies anymore. And we got to see Sue. Rivers loves dinosaurs. Our, our middle child, Rivers, loves dinosaurs, and mm-hmm. 
at the Field Museum, they had an ex- a dinosaur exhibit, and they have the largest T-Rex skeleton ever found. And it was found in South Dakota by a lady named Sue. Mm-hmm. So, the T-Rex is named Sue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Chicago. It's fun. Good time. Hopefully, do we ever have to go back? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. You can say something. I don't know. My life is pretty much on hold until we figure out what's going on. Yeah. Until we can figure out what's going on. We'll, um, I don't know. <laughs> so, in other news, congratulations to the state boys and girls basketball champions. Mm-hmm. Harden Bulldogs boys won state for Class A. Harden Bulldogs girls won state for Class A. And the Lodgegrass Indians ended a 30-year drought and won Class A for the Class B boys. Pretty amazing. First time in history, I think, that three Crow teams all took state. It I was think. awesome. It was, it was really... Yeah. We were at home cheering them on. Yeah. We were watching it from our... Mm-hmm. On our bed, watching, watching the games, and it was awesome. I'm so proud of them. I know. I think that they really worked worked their butts off. They did. They, they deserved it. They earned it. It's so awesome, and how wonderful to have everyone see that and witness that, and mm-hmm. especially for the younger generations, they're total role models, and yeah, it's just it's just a great thing. It is. For our I remember. I still remember pretty vividly being a little kid and following Lodgegrass in the eighties, and mm-hmm. even in the nineties when my brothers played, and up until when I played, and it was. I don't think people really know how important it is to some people. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a, it's a. You just got to be there and experience it to know mm-hmm. exactly what it means to some people. And some people try to write off, oh, it's just a game. But it's, it's, it's a, a lot of us don't have a lot to hang on to. I mean, and if we can gravitate or grab onto something that lifts us up, I mean, why wouldn't we do that? And to be able to be recognized when a lot of the times we're not, I mean, it's, it's, it's a uh, basketballs. I think that we put a lot of emphasis on basketball sometimes, but you know, why not? Basketball is life. Ball I have is life. Yeah, I have people that I work with that are not from this community, and they don't understand that once there's a basketball game, I said, oh, everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. You can't have events. We got not many people that show up for their appointments, and yeah. they just can't fathom that. And I said, <laughs> ball is life here, man. Yeah. On the res, everything, everyone goes. Mm-hmm. It's something we all look forward to. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's a great thing. Yeah, little kids look up to the ball players, mm-hmm. and older people are proud of like their children, their nieces, their nephews, mm-hmm. their grandchildren. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just positivity. Nothing wrong with positivity. Exactly. Exactly. So, congratulations to them. Um, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of them in the future. They're always, uh, geez, Harden's been playing for state the past three years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure with the with the core group that Lodgegrass has right now, we'll we'll be seeing the same thing out of them. And they they all have, they all have great coaches, Coach um, Roundface, Coach Farmer, and uh, Coach Stuart Down Lodgegrass. They they took the talent that they had and they steered it in the right direction. I mean, I think our hats off to them too, the coaching staff as well as uh, the schools, the parents, the parents, the communities, because they, they, yeah, they're the ones support that mm-hmm. support them. The parents go above and beyond. I they mean, do. What they do. I mean, yeah, it's pretty pretty great. It is the support they have. And then I know a lot of them have been playing basketball since they were kids. And it's because of their parents Mm -hmm. and the support and the time they've taken to get them to where they are. It's just 
It's a great thing. So good job, parents. Yeah. This this wasn't a fluke. This happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. It was the, from the hard work from a long time ago. It is. You plant your seeds and then you water it and eventually that'll bloom into a plant. And depending on the plant, you could eat the fruit. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is how Levi talks to me and he laughs like that. And I'm just like, oh my God. Today he was like, I want you to look at me every 10 minutes. He said, how am I going to do that while I'm beating? That's a lot of time. Just He said, you just have to look up and glance at me and then you can beat some more. I was feeling neglected, okay? He said he was feeling neglected <laughs> while I was sitting right by him beating. So I have no idea exactly what that's what's going on there. But You were here, but you weren't <laughs> emotionally here. You were here, but you were somewhere else. <laughs> it was all invested in my beating. Once every 10 minutes. It'll take you less than a second. <laughs> Look, I just did it. Um, what else do we have here? Okay. This is a running podcast, um, so we should probably talk about some running. Yeah. How was your training going for the Bighorn 100? Not too good. <laughs> well, <laughs> when was that? Was that three weeks ago when we went running in the Bighorns? Ah, that was like a month ago. Or was that ago. four weeks ago? That was like a month ago. ago, I fell really hard. <laughs> we were running down. And when we were running up, the weather was perfect. Yeah. No snow, no nothing. And everything was melting. There was like ice patches. There was little ice patches, but nothing big. We were okay. But and Jason on the- fell on every single one of them. <laughs> And then running back, it started snowing pretty hard on us. And I was trying to be careful. And this one part looked like it looked like it was just loose uh, snow, loose snow. Stepped on it and I fell right on my derriere. Uh, right uh, on my derriere. And like she fell, and there was like a, like a little like. Um, <laughs> on a rock, right like on a the rock, rock. Protruding through the ice. <laughs> And like she landed right on that. And I thought she broke her coccyx at first because like she's, um, <laughs> you're normally pretty tough, but that looked like a hurt. <laughs> like you like, could just tell that was bad. I thought, oh my God, we're going to have to carry you down. And, <laughs> and then to make it worse, as soon as he stood up, your very next step, he slipped again. <laughs> and then Levi was like, don't move. <laughs> I was, well, I was scared. I was like, you're rolling around. I was like, don't, let's just take your time. You're not in a rush. Let's assess. And I was like, isn't that what you do when you tell people not to it do it? Was it, so, it hurt so bad, but I knew I had to get off that mountain. <laughs> so When I saw you jog, I was like, okay, I think she's going to be So okay. I got up and I was able to jog down. But let me tell you, when we got in the vehicle and got home, I was sore. It hurt. it hurt. It hurt to just sit there, mm-hmm. especially the place where I like to just sit there, watch TV and beat. I couldn't even sit there. Like, And I think the only thing that saved me at work was I have a stand-up desk. Mm-hmm. And so I was okay because I could yeah. stand there and work. But as soon as I sit down. Standing was okay, but sitting. Yeah. It hurt so bad. Yeah. And they're like, why didn't you get a check? I was like, well, I'm sure if I broke something, I wouldn't be able to run down yeah. <laughs> the rest of that. So that put me out for a good two weeks. It was, it just, it just hurt. So, but no, I, I eventually went into insanity and then I would use my elliptical. Mm. And so that's, I, I kind of worked into that. And then after that, I went on a 10 mile run to battlefield. Cause honestly, I was oh, really, yeah, yeah, I was really scared to run on mud or ice in fear of falling. It really, mm-hmm. it did something to me. 
it caused that fear. And then I was like, I don't want to hurt myself anymore either. What if I really fall and really break it? Cause uh-huh. it's, yeah, it was scary. So we did that. And then I did, um, the 10 mile. And then after that, the following weekend, I did 16 running from the bottom of gas cap out to battlefield and back. That was a good run. It was. Yep. And then last weekend I did, how long did we run? 14, 15. I think mine was almost 15. Yeah. I went on a different route. I just, uh, I was not feeling it. I think I'm having a, after I fell, I just could not get back into it. I mean, I'm working out, but like, I think I should be doing more right now. Mm-hmm. And I just had to, like everyone, Shana, he was telling me, I was like, I don't want to go. I'm scared it's going to be muddy. I don't feel like running right now. I should be running more right now. I was just really talking down on myself, like really making yeah. myself feel really bad. And I was like, and these guys are way faster than me. And they're just going to leave me in the dirt. And then I'm just going to be back there hurting. So they, I went before them before they started. And I kind of went on another route for a little bit. And I just prayed and I did what I needed to do to get back in the mode. And then I met back up with them out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we went back to the Timberline and... And then I was talking to a fellow runner, too. And, you know, I thought I was alone, you know, because they all looked really happy <laughs> to uh-huh. be out there and they were running. But my fellow runner said he felt the same way, too. So that made me feel a little better. Like, uh-huh. I'm not the only one that's feeling this pressure of I'm running 100 miles in June. I should be farther along and I might not make it Yeah, kind of feeling. So it, it that was really comforting to me. So did you feel like that after the run or how did you feel? After the one was good. Mm-hmm. I finally, I finally got out of that mode, yeah. that feeling, and I just, I just kept running, and I finally got out of that mode, and it was a good run. And that's interesting because they think that you don't want to run mm-hmm. because of something, but you run to make yourself not feel that way. Mm-hmm. So if you just stayed home, you probably wouldn't have mm-hmm. dug yourself out of that hole. I probably would have still been in that hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to dig yourself out. <clears throat> Sitting there at the bottom of the hole isn't going to yeah. fix itself. So it's good we went on that group run. I don't think I would have I I, oh ran. I couldn't, I couldn't finish it. I had to, when we got back to gas cap, I just dropped straight back to the car. My IT band was just terrible. And from what Richard told me, is just you know, nothing really you can do for it. You just got to get tough. He said roll it out. Like stretches and stuff aren't real super effective if you... You're just going to roll out your IT band and I don't know. I don't know. I think I just piled on too many miles too quick. The body wasn't ready. You were moving too. I was not. You were, you guys were running fast. I blame Scott and Richard. They made me run real fast. <laughs> I've learned just to slow down. And Richard's dog. <laughs> Rudy. I want a running dog. Let's get a running dog. Yeah, that looked like fun. It's nice. Right now I want a cat though. A running cat? Yeah. I don't know if I can get a running cat, but I want a cat. When I was a kid, we'd go down, I lived in the country and we'd go down like into like the bush or the woods and stuff. Yeah. And all of our animals would follow us. Mm-hmm. All the cats and all the dogs. Yeah. The cats, my cats would follow me around mm-hmm. too when yeah. I was out in the country. So I wonder if I can have a running cat. I think it, they never went running with us, my cats. Really? They walked mm-hmm. with us. Our dogs would go with us, but the cats... Maybe that's because we had them in our little um, cats flyer fast, wagon, too. I don't know. I think cats are too um, princessy. What? They're too high maintenance to do that. What? Yep. what kind of cats are you around? They're kind of like um, the mom on Schitt's Creek. I'm not going to go running. I think. 
bunch of Moira Roses. <laughs> I don't know where Moira that came from. Bats. I think that came from we um, finally caught up on our episodes this morning. Yes. That's why he's talking about. <laughs> no, I would have talked about that anyway. <laughs> if you guys haven't started watching that, it's a good show. Just and it's the last season. I'm really sad. It is good. It's so, it's funny. It is. I'm glad we found it. <laughs> who told us? Was it Shreya? It was my sister who yeah. told us because she was like. <laughs> she watched gotta, everything. She Yeah, she watched everything on Netflix, everything. So she's the one that told us about it. Like, you got to watch this. Oh, my God, it's crazy. And then I, she was like, I can't remember what she compared it to, but it was hilarious. And so we mm-hmm. were like, oh, we should watch it. So we watched it and we, we are glued. Yeah, it's, we are glued. And it's going to end. Mm-hmm. At least Westworld is going to start tomorrow. And Levi's so excited about Westworld. We had to watch the first one and last one today. I'll probably watch another one too. It is good. I like it. Yeah. Just speaks to the nerd in me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think they'll cancel the Bighorn 100? <sighs> Maybe. God. I don't know. Just the way <clears throat> everything is playing mm-hmm. out. I don't know. Because it gets a lot of international yeah. competitors and Yeah. And they're probably not gonna be able to come in. And then people that it, it, it might. do you think it'll blow over by then? I've been hearing something about warm temperatures are not good for it, but I don't know. I don't Contagion, they didn't get the vaccine to like a year later. Wasn't it? A year? Oh, I think it was earlier than that. I think you were saying, they were saying on TV that they're not going to get a vaccine for this one for a year. For this one? I don't know. I'm getting confused now. I'm getting confused between the movies and real life right now. (laughs) Contagion. I felt like we were just watching what was going on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that's happening right now? Uh, Is there a World Health Organization uh, like scrambling around and sending people to different places? Oh my gosh. What's the CDC doing? The people in those weird suits Mm. culturing up. Petri dishes and injecting monkeys. Injecting themselves. Injecting themselves. We need someone to inject themselves to take take a chance and hope they get lucky and hope they don't get sick. And if they do, their immune system is strong enough to fight it. Yeah. Anyhow, um, did you know Patrick Dempsey was an outbreak? He looked young. He was really young. He was. I didn't realize all those actors were in that movie. Yeah. And for some reason, I knew what movie Levi totally put it on to just right in the beginning. She was beating and I put on, she wasn't looking what I was picking. Yeah. And, and um, I clicked, I started playing and all the shoulders like trees, like in a jungle. She, oh my God, is this the movie? Who movie were you talking about? She didn't know the name, but she knew the movie. The one with Dustin Hoffman and the thingy. Outbreak. And it was weird because it was just like, <laughs> I don't know how you knew it. Because it doesn't look anything like a virus movie. It was just jungly trees. <laughs> I think it's one of those movies you watch and they scare scare you so bad that you remember parts of it and you're like oh my all they God. had was the opening scene of the uh out, outline of the village mo, motaba mutaba what was it called i don't know i thought it started with a t no it was motaba was it an m it was almost like matumbo but not matumbo oh. and then the, the virus was called motaba 13 oh i can't remember I'm i don't know right. when i'm saying it, it doesn't sound right yeah, um, so we just wanted to make sure that we had something to give to the give to our dozens of listeners. <laughs> but uh, 
depending on how the week goes, I mean, we should have a, a regularly scheduled episode next week for you. Maybe. Let us hope. If not, Brokey is going to be filling in again. <laughs> I think Danger should jump in there. That'd be fun. I can't go back and forth like this with Danger. I, I think Danger would be awesome. I'm going weird tangents about all those little YouTubers. <laughs> At least you learn about them. I learn a lot about him. I didn't know anything yeah. about him. He tells me about him and I know now. Mm-hmm. He tells me a lot of ghost stories that I don't think are true, but he takes them as gospel truth since you're on YouTube. Yeah. Everything on the internet isn't real, kids. Sorry. And some of you adults. <laughs> Bigfoot might be real. I feel like he... I think there is because I remember firefighting. They dropped us off on the Continental Divide on Hell Attack. Uh-huh. And we were sitting up on top because to look for hot spots. Sitting up on top there and looking down, and there was just miles of trees. And I was think- sitting there thinking Bigfoot could totally hide in here. There's probably so many things in there we don't know. And there's hiding in there. <laughs> That's my rant for the day. The hide-and-seek champion for the last X amount of years. Yep. They're in there running around. Having little baby foots. Little baby big feet? <laughs> little small feet? Little small feet. Little baby feet. Then they go to small feet. Then they go to teen feet. Yeah. Big foots. The foots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how's your training going? Bad. Not bad, not good. It's just going. I think that for how, I don't think I'm training for 100. I think I might be more suited for a 50 miler. But last year, I think I trained for about a marathon and I did 50. So, yeah, I think we started out a lot earlier. So that's we're, got, we're that's got to count. Yeah, yeah, that's got to count for something. I was, we running till I can't remember last Because I always get down on myself and I'm like, wait, I'm training a lot earlier than I did last year. Uh-huh. So that's kind of. And my, my when I get out there and do a run, I can run longer too. Yeah. So that's I know I'm getting somewhere. Or my body at least remembers mm-hmm. from last year. So yeah. that helps me too because I'm not like I remember last year when I would try to do a long run like that. It would put me out for a while, and I yeah. just felt so tired and exhausted. Mm-hmm. But when I'm done, I don't feel like that. Yeah. So I think I'm getting somewhere this time. Um, in the past few years, we would do the pub run just to remind us how out of shape we were for the half marathon. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we did the pub run, I think like we did it okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have felt as bad as I normally do. I feel like I could knock out 13 miles pretty easy. Well, you were talking about doing I said we should probably be running longer than that by that time Speaking anyway. Which, yeah, it was this weekend. And this weekend yeah. we were supposed to do a like an 18-mile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get up tomorrow and do it. I haven't been able to get up yet. Yeah. It's cold. <laughs> we're, um, we're doing a public service. I'm staying in the house. I think we can go run, go run outside. Yeah. I'll just warn people before I but go. But speaking I'm of the pub run, run, it got canceled. Yeah. So, sorry about that, guys. It wasn't our fault. I know I saw a post of a positive coronavirus in Montana. And mm-hmm. I was like, we didn't do it. We came yeah, straight it was, home. It was here before us. It was here before us. I went straight home. That wasn't me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just um, teasing. Jason left a voicemail. Should we listen? Sure. Let's see what he had to say. How do I play this? Hey, this is Jason. Just calling in. Um, sending my regards 
Hope you'll tune in next week when we have Matt Rock come on the show from Algezi. Mr. Rock will join us, professional athlete, just got a big contract, and a Spartan athlete, I believe. And I'm all joking aside, this uh, coronavirus thing, I, I would just suggest we take it serious and um, wash your hands, cough into your elbow, don't touch your face. Stay more than three feet away from everyone. It's still thick. Stay home. So anyways, I guess I have a question for you, Levi. How would you suggest training with all of this stuff going on? I know the trails are still open and might be a good time for some solo miles. So anyways, see you soon. How would you train for that? I think that I think that the whole um wait, you left another one. Oh yeah, I forgot to say they cancelled the run to the pub. Yeah. Big um downer there. We training for the race and we're ready to go and be me and the hubbies race together this first race together this year and they cancel it. But um I went and grabbed my swag anyway. I couldn't turn down the nice shirts that they have. But, um, yeah, they canceled the run to the pub, state championships. Absalaga teams were going to bring home three trophies, but, heck, we got them anyway. So, yeah. All right, later. Did you say hubby or honey? I thought I heard hubby, too. Me, too. And you left one more just for good measure, I guess. <laughs> hey, I will say it was pretty cool to see you guys represent the tribe in a good way at Chicago. I'm wondering how the Chicago dogs were, or if you had a Chicago hand pizza. I hear they're the stuff of legend. So let me know about that. The closest thing I've ever had is old Chicago. But I don't think um, it compares to um, Chirac's hot dogs and Chirac's pan pizza. But yeah, it's pretty good to see you and your wifey and the kids over there in the pictures. And we're really proud of you guys. So anyways, thought I'd say that. And um, see you on the trail tomorrow. Well, thank you for that, Jason. It's good to hear you. It wouldn't be, this, wouldn't be a podcast or a trailcast without Dr. J. Jericho Cummings. I'm running out of names again. Every time you say doctor, I think of spies like us. Yeah. Doctor. 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 <laughs> That's what they said to each other when he met Dr. David Lopez. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. <laughs> All kidding aside, we're very proud of Dr. Dr. Jason's doctor. I think that. Yes, we are. He he earned it. He worked for that darn thing and it wasn't easy. Yes. And he brought it home. He brought home the hardware. Yes. Without an asterisk. People are awesome that get their degrees and keep going. It's awesome. I cannot find the urge mm-hmm. <laughs> to go on with schooling. I don't know what it is. Some people just love school. They do, and I am so proud of them. I think it's really awesome. You guys are, you guys are awesome. Yeah, they are. 
Yeah. Especially Dr. J. Jose. <laughs> Anyhow. So, um, how do we train under a quarantine? I think the main thing of a quarantine is that you just don't, um, you can limit their exposure to other people. So, mm-hmm. I would just run by myself. Yeah. And if I saw someone out there running, I would probably try to keep a wide berth, at least 10 feet. Yeah. So, if we see anyone when we're running, we are not being disrespectful. Are rude. Are rude. We're being safe. We're just trying to be safe. Better safe than sorry. Yes. Is the juice worth the squeeze? <laughs> well, life gives you lemons, you just say F the lemons and bail. Um, <laughs> so, before we go, what are some good tips to stay safe? Wash your hands. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. 20 seconds, yeah, that was hard. Yes. We got used to it, though. Yep. I was really on, really telling my kids, and I would stand there, and we would count, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I noticed they are not washing their hands correctly. Mm-hmm. So I would go in there with them. Actually, they would come with me to the women's bathroom. I was with them, and they would stand there and count for twenty seconds and wash their hands. And mm-hmm. then um, we were carrying around hand sanitizer, and I did not realize how much my kids touch everything. Everything they touch. Everything and then they touched their face and it was driving. Or they'll put their try to put their face on. Oh, the so it was crazy. It was crazy. And I, I noticed was how much I touch everything. Yeah, it was hard. Levi is really bad too. Oh, baloney! <laughs> <laughs> what I saw you when we'd go down the handrails or anything, I would not touch them. I was like, I'm. I would see you touch them. things too. I didn't touch the handrails though. <laughs> Just touch it. Um. <laughs> so wash your hands try not to sneeze on anybody just we need a bubble yep bubble pretty much 10 foot bubble yes yeah I think that'd be safe and if you have any symptoms as what is it cough shortness of breath shortness of breath or fever Uh, fever call ER they recommend a call first and just see what they want to do. Yeah. And suppose they're coming in because just in case mm-hmm. might expose them too. And, yeah. Yeah. and just for the record, we're not showing any symptoms. We're just. Yeah. yeah. I was really people. tired. Diligence. I was really tired. I think that was making me tired. Yep. So mm-hmm. we're just resting up and hopefully tomorrow we'll run. Up, getting, some, and, getting some beating done. Oh, yeah. Catching up on our shows. Yeah. Eating. I don't got to make posters anymore. That was kind of. Really stressful. Mm-hmm. I got bombarded with like about 20 orders. And sorry if I didn't make it to you. I tried. I we tried. were so busy last week. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I know I had a couple earrings people wanted me to make. And I I just could not find the time. Because the time from the time that we got up in the morning to the time we went to bed. We were so busy. <clears throat> Very trying busy. To, trying to prepare for the trip and getting everything together. and Yeah, we we got the house ready for a house sitter, and uh, <laughs> at least we had a nice, clean house to come home to. That's always nice. <laughs> so, if you're listening to this, stay safe. Stay. What's hygienic? Is that hygienic? No. Not hygienic. Keep your hands clean. 
Just pretend it's the cold and flu season over again. You think? Yes. If you're sick, stay home. Yep. You're not going to get an award for coming to work sick. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I might actually just sit out the next couple of days. I told ABS to stay home with the kids for the next week. Can we just say I made the decision to stay no, home? No, I told him. I said, you I'm need to, to stay then. home with the kids I'm next going week. To work. I need to figure out what's going on. I'm just worried. Can you call Jason? Can you call my boss for me and tell him I have to stay home? Jason, did you hear that? Can you please let him stay home next week with the children? Because I know, you know, the community is pretty, is scared. And so I don't want them to. I'm going to call Jason to, on Monday and be like, Jason, Levi has to stay home with the kids. I'm sorry. We are self-isolating for the betterment of our community. Please understand. Is the juice worth the squeeze? No, school Thursday and Friday anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to waste my spring break on quarantine. Can You're just going to be home can anyway. We quarantine ourselves by then? No. I think it'll be safe by then, huh? No, it's supposed to, isn't it two to 14 days? I don't know if it'll be 14 days. It's a long time. Every time we're home and we're not doing something, we just lay here and do the same things we're doing now. I don't know. I think you're getting Kevin fever. Yeah. I think so too. I think you are. At least I can go outside. I mean, yeah, you can squat. Just don't be around people. Maybe you should step outside and go for a run there. Maybe you will. Yeah. I think. What's the weather supposed to be? Is the weather going to be nice? I have no idea. But I know I need to get out there. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Or at least do insanity or get on my elliptical. Something. I got to do all this before Westworld comes out tomorrow. Yes. And for those of you who are listening, we talked about this before. I did this entire podcast standing up. What do you think of that, Jason? I think me and Scott and Jason were talking about doing that. And it feels great. I keep moving around real weird. Really weird. So like Jason said, next week we're going to have a special guest, Matt Rock. How do you know Matt Rock? I've heard of him. Do you remember on Wayne's 10-mile run that one year, he won it outright, like really bad? Sounds familiar. He was uh, not a local person. He won shades. Then I think he took like, I think he won like the Rut 28K one year. Oh, wow. And um, at the Bighorn, is it? 50k he's like one of the top top three or top, i can't remember but he was up there with the lead pack he's one of those athletes and he does um spartan races and he's like a nationally ranked like in the country which would probably mean the world and he goes to the gym that um i think that jolene and gary go to on train so he's wow he's genuinely a beast and he's agreed to do the show so that's pretty awesome that's awesome. It is awesome. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to get a professional athlete. Because I think he's like sponsored. I think he's. I think he's wow. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see though. Yeah. I'm excited to have him in. Get him in here. Pick his brain. See what it takes to be a professional athlete. Because I saw him before we were getting ready to run. Remember how everyone's kind of mingles and people go to the bathroom and I was a. Uh, Waiting in line for the bathroom. And if you've never been to a, like a big race, 
there's always a huge line for the porta potties, like huge. And um, do you remember that one year Serena just kind of walked in? <laughs> <laughs> what run was that? Was it the purple so, run? <laughs> so here's how here's how it goes. So like I there's a there's a big that. roll of porta potties, and just for like people will do like a buffer, like they'll do like maybe like a 20, 30 foot like space. <laughs> Like the line will be like 20, 30 feet away from the, the bathrooms just to get people. It just happens that way. So like if you don't know anything, you'll feel like there's just a big old wide open. If there's nobody in line for the bathrooms, there's just a big old giant long line to your left for some reason. You don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> I used the bathroom so That line was huge too. It was about, it was about 80 people deep. <laughs> the door opened and she just kind of walked straight in. <laughs> What are you doing? You just cut to the... <laughs> Anyhow, so I was in line for the bathroom. At <laughs> I was in line for the bathroom at Bighorn. And um, I happened to glance over and I saw Matt standing there. And he was kind of getting his pack ready. And he did something. He kind of like adjusted his trunks. And like he had one a pair of those trunks where uh, like on the side, like it's like a V. Like the side of your thigh isn't connected. Mm-hmm. It just kind of overlaps. So he kind of bent his leg down a little bit like that and like exposed his thigh. And it was like a He-Man toy. Like there was just like his muscles had muscles. His thigh muscles had a six pack. <laughs> My brain stopped at toy. <laughs> you never had a He-Man toy? His thighs were amazing. <laughs> Sore Matt rocks. I'm pretty sure he could dunk it. Anyhow, <laughs> I can see why he runs so I fast. I hope you get a picture when you guys do have your interview of his thigh. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I totally need to see these thighs now. My, you know, sure I can't really look at them because it'd be weird if I just like stood there and looked at them. But I'm totally gonna check those suckers out next time. You are whenever I see you are him. a married woman, and you <laughs> can't get mad about it either, Levi, because you're talking about it. It's like okay. me saying, "Matt, if it's okay <gasps> with your with your wife, um, come show us your thighs." I didn't know he was married. I'm sorry. <laughs> Married men. <laughs> married men. I think they just celebrated their anniversary too, so congratulations. Happy anniversary, Matt. He's my friend on Instagram. Awesome. Congratulations. Yep. So tune in next week for that. It's gonna be a fun field thigh epi- field episode. <laughs> um you can compare it to Jason's calves. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we should probably go. We should probably wrap this up. Unless you wanted to add anything. You have to get closer to the mic, too. Yeah, is that a nay? <laughs> I just want to say thank you for having me on the show today. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for doing it. I can't imagine sitting up here just doing this by myself. Yeah, I was almost encouraging him just to do it by himself. Because then he said, I have to take pictures. Do you want to get fixed up? I was like, no, I'm nope. I like, I'm, I'm not taking a shower or washing this. my face or anything. He said, I'll just put a, one of those faces on you. I was like, why don't you want to look at my face? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Liar. And you still look as gorgeous as ever, honey buns. You probably just could have filmed it anyhow. Oh, my gosh. I look like a werewolf that just, the full moon just ended and I'm just, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) This is what self-isolation does to you. It does. 
Like, I don't even feel like getting ready for the day. I get up early, though. I'm waking up early and I'm being productive. I, I think wake it's because up, I get my coffee. We did a time change I and watch. then we were in a different time zone. So we're oh, like two yeah. hours ahead. Yeah, I'm all messed up, man. Yeah. So. I take this time to um, recalibrate my internal clock. Seriously. Yeah. It was bad. I was it so was. tired. That drive was no joke. Then I was gonna drive, but it was snowing. I don't, I don't do good in snow. I'm one of those people that are really slow. And I don't remember any snow. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that why when we stepped off, there was a bunch of ice? There was snow on the ground, on the but I don't remember it snowing. It was snowing. Oh, that's scary! No you were driving the whole time too. There was no snow. Oh, <gasps> there was a little bit of rain, a little bit of sleet. What is sleet? Is that snow? It's wet rain. <laughs> what? It's like dry lightning. It's as opposed to wet lightning. See what That's I have to put up with. <laughs> this man drives me nuts sometimes. That's my job. All husbands, that's your job. So, take it easy on the toilet paper, people. Uh, <laughs> save some for everybody else. And save some baby wipes for the babies and hand sanitizer for everybody else. Unless you're drinking it or lighting your hands on fire like the teenagers used to do. Don't do that. It's dangerous. You'll burn yourself. I didn't know they did that. When it first came out, yeah, they were, they were like, because it would burn. But they would, I don't know. <gasps> yeah. They would like cover their hand in hand sanitizer and light on fire. Oh, my God. Like a, like a stuntman. That sounds so dangerous. Yeah, people were getting hurt with you doing that. Do not do that. I repeat, do not do that. I don't think you should have brought that up because what if they have. didn't know? That's why I'm telling them not do that. Oh, my the God. The official stance of the Gas Cap Renegades podcast, also known as the Travelcast, is to not light your hand on fire. It is very dangerous and very foolish. I think you should take this out and of the show. very silly. People might actually do it because I didn't know anything about it, and I actually kind of want to try it. Oh, my God. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't know anything about this or at least see something. If you do it, can we at least film it? You didn't cover your cough just now. Cough right all over me. I choked out my water. Sorry, guys. I'm not having any symptoms. I just really <laughs> choked out my water. There's something back there. Oh, every time I cough or every time I sneeze, it's corona. <laughs> How do they get corona from COVID-19? I wonder. Aren't they the same? What are you talking about? I thought COVID-19 is like the official name, but they're just calling it the coronavirus. I don't know. There's always kind of like, I don't know what those words are. There's kind of two names for them, I guess. It's like nickname? the vaccine and the... Colloquial? Is that what we're saying? I don't know. Are you going to watch Candyman when it comes out? I'm still thinking about that. I feel like I have to since scary, I watched so much of the first one. Scary movies just do something to me. I you know what? We never watched watch it them. part two. No, I don't want to either. I can't believe I didn't watch I'm that. I'm not watching that. You should watch You can't one. make me watch it. Didn't we already watch that one? Was that Friday the 13th? Is that the one for this year? Hereditary or whatever that movie is. Oh, yeah. Or was that last year? I'm only allowed myself once a year. And I'm pretty sure I already watched it with Outbreak and Contagion. Today. I feel like we used to watch a lot more scary movies than we did. I'm a lot more fragile now. I guess. They just do something to me. Like The Outsider on HBO. Like those... Those 
the when we would get done watching it, like I wouldn't be able to sleep. That's scary. It messes with your mind. It was scary. Some parts were scary. It wasn't like super duper scary. It was just kind of like weird. It was like a different subset of scary. Where like it, it messes with your mind. There's something about it. it was just hmm. I don't feel comfortable. Exactly. And then you're like, ooh, what if? <laughs> what if it's true? I never thought what if it's true. It's just Stephen. And then you a, think about things that happen. Do you think some of the things that happened with the outsider? It never really said what what it was either, huh? I don't think it was it, it was I a demon, is what I got out of it. I don't want to give any spoilers, but I didn't get a demon out of it. You didn't get a demon out of it. That's how she explained it, but it's um, a demon. That's what I got out. Of it. You can't just kill a demon with a couple of punches to the face. Can well, you? it had nowhere to go. I think it has to do like a whole. Transfer of something. A physical body? Well, remember it would... I better not talk about it. We're going to give it away. You might give it away. And you just now gave away some stuff, so I don't think you should talk anymore. Crap. Because what my coworker explained to me, because she read the book, was totally different from... Really? Because she really kind of ruined it for me. It wasn't the demon? She she said, if you guys don't want to know the ending to the outsider, I suggest you just fast forward... 40 to one minute. Well, just don't tell me to have a general. No, I'll tell you. Oh. Because some people don't care. Oh. She said, because I said whatever I said about it, and she's, well, no, well, that has more to do with, like, aliens. It was an alien? And in the book, it was, like, more alienish, I guess. To me, it seemed more spiritual. It seemed like an alien parasite that had telekinetic abilities. I don't know. Anyhow. The Outsider is still really good, and if you haven't seen it, I recommend you watch it. It's a, and when you watch it, you let me know if you think it's an alien or if it's more of a demon. The TV series was demon-ish. It was. Boogeyman-ish. It seemed more demon. That's what I asked her, because there's a Stephen King short story called The Boogeyman, and that was scary. That one was scary. It was only like 20 page, 30 pages long, and it scared the crap out of me. So I was thinking, oh, man, is it The Boogeyman? Is that what they're talking about? So I asked her, because she's a big Stephen King aficionado. Yeah. And I said, was it kind of more boogeyman? She said, no, I had nothing to do with it. This is more like alien. What? Why did you just say that? I didn't say the whole thing. But yeah. Walmart is staying open from 11. I don't know. It's closing at 11 and opening at 6. If you believe everything you read on the internet. So I read it on the internet. They just can't restock things anymore. Mm-mm. They attack the, they're attacking the stock boy. He got beat up a couple of times. What? Yeah. Wow. Just kidding. I don't know. Levi. <laughs> I really believed you too. He always does that to me. And then we've had a couple mix-ups where I thought he was teasing, but he wasn't teasing. And then vice versa. You always believe where me when I lie and you never believe me when I tell the truth. That's weird. Because you're always not telling me the truth or telling me the truth at the wrong time. Nope. Yep. Nope. You always do, and I don't know whether to take you serious or not. And I, you, I think you just gotten me in trouble a couple times. <laughs> You've gotten me in trouble a couple times. So now I'm always questioning. You're like, why are you always questioning me? Because I you mix emotions, mix statements <laughs> that cause mixed emotions. Yeah. Mixed emotions. You mean mixed um information? It's the same. 
Oh, Just okay. kidding. No, it's not. <laughs> it could be. Okay. Kind of leads into it. Guess how long we've been talking. How long? An hour and three minutes. What? This was supposed to be a quick little in and out, but you know. I thought you were going to burn me just now. How could we burn Scott in our last one? Oh, man. <laughs> what did he really see? My, my, what is that thing on my, on my vest? The straw? The straw to your hydration bottle. Yeah, it just, it kept coming out of that little pocket and it just kept hitting The straw was slapping her face. face. <laughs> it kept slapping my face. I like how you came up and like got mad at me like it was my fault. <laughs> You took my bottle and you're like, gave you, I replaced mine with the my, same exact model that my you're wearing. My vest has never done that to me. I do not know. I was so frustrated. And because I was, my vest has never done this. And Levi took my bottle. I did not take Maybe the he curves that straw dripping or something and it comes <laughs> up and it hits my face. I don't know, but I've never had that problem with those vests. And he went and he switched out my bottle. I didn't switch out your bottle. You switched them out. I switched nothing. I took one of yours and I kept it. Isn't that the same thing? No, if I switch, I would have replaced yours with something else. You did. You gave me something <laughs> else. That's why it kept hitting my face. So anyways, <laughs> I come up and I was like, wait, wait, give me my bottle. And then Scott was there. What did Scott say? I can't remember saying you. What did you say? <laughs> he said, sometimes mine do this too. Sometimes it's it's too long or I can't remember something like that. And anyhow. <laughs> I don't want to, maybe probably, <laughs> I don't want to say it. I'm sorry, I just had to say it, Scott. I just couldn't pass up the good opportunity to burn you. She gave one of the old <laughs> tried and true classics, and uh, I can't tell you what Scott said, but this was Brocade's retort, was, uh, that's what she said. And, uh, <laughs> Scott was still kind of screaming on her things like this. Oh, man. Old-fashioned uh, crow humor. <laughs> it's really inappropriate sometimes, but it's funny. <laughs> so if you ever see me smiling after you say something uh, like that, yeah, that's just funny. know that her mind is that's going <laughs> doing something else. <laughs> I never used to think like that until I got married to you. Oh, <gasps> just corrupting my innocent mind. Where? So we should probably go ahead and close this now. <laughs> What does that sound like? Liar. <laughs> What's that on? Princess Bride. <laughs> Hubbard. Hubbard. I'm totally going to go watch that now. Yeah. It was, totally. I think it was on. I think, I think it might have ended its run on whatever it was on. Oh, it I'm going to rent it then. Okay. Yep. Quarantine rent. Yep. <sighs> Finish it and then we have some quarantine moccasins. Yep. I'm going to work on some other ones. I just did quarantine dishes. That was about it. We washed clothes. A little quarantine laundry. Yep. We did all washed all our laundry. Put stuff in bags. They say it lives like 12 hours on stuff. So. Yeah. Give the kids baths right when we got here. Uh, so yeah. we're just sitting and waiting and. Waiting for this whole thing to blow over. Yeah. At least we have TV and social media. Yeah. Yeah. Some groceries. Yeah. I think you stocked up in water. Got water. They bought us more. We're good. I think we have enough toilet paper. I don't know. I've been trying to reduce all my usage. What does that mean? <laughs> Not for number two, but number one. <laughs> well, it's good thing we have a lot of boys. You know, I was it's thinking good. about that too. I was like, 
wonder if we need to try to be more economical or more efficient with the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Way ahead of you. I've been I doing that. That means. Maybe I'll just start taking showers after I use the bathroom. <laughs> I saw a meme about that. <laughs> what was that one we saw that was really good? A meme on Facebook? The know. one with Beavis and Butthead? Oh, <laughs> when a bunch of girls were all over Beavis and Butthead and it said, when you tell the girls you have TP for their bunghole. Something just tickle your funny bone. A bidet. You need a bidet. Hey, I saw someone post that too. I was like, that's a really good idea. You ever use a bidet? No, I remember you used it though. I tried one. Everywhere we went in Italy had bidets. It was like just it was just like the normal practice. You just had bidets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never tried one there. I tried one when we went to Hawaii, and it wasn't like a normal bidet. It was like a it was like Japanese technology, and it, it was weird because like you, it was a normal toilet. <laughs> it was a normal toilet, and then when you after you get done using the bathroom, you just press the button. And like a little arm would kind of come out from the back of the toilet, like where the, I don't know how to explain. I, I don't even know where it was hidden. What? Like, it like, I, it kind of like a robotic thing, like an actuator kind of, and like, I don't know how it knew where to stop, but it was a bullseye. <laughs> what? And I tried it more than once just to make sure and I kind of repositioned myself. <laughs> I think it has like sensors. <laughs> I, I really want to say something right now, but I'm not going to. It was very, it was very smart, <laughs> very sophisticated technology that I don't know how it works, but it was like magic. It was like <laughs> black magic, <laughs> brown magic. Oh my god! <laughs> You're on the radio right now. Are on the podcast? The radio. I would <laughs> totally say something right now. You can say whatever you want. I'm not getting. I can't. Do you think the sensors are going to come in and slap our wrists? <sighs> Anyhow, yeah, bidets, they work. And Japanese smart toilets. I recommend you give it a try. It was like kind of warm water, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got the sand right out of there. So what I, that was my next question, if, if, if it got the sand out. It, Good thing it didn't, because... <laughs> um, it did or it didn't? It did. Oh. Because, um, do you know how pearls are made? No. Sand gets into a, a clam. Oh, ocean, okay. And it's a natural thing to get rid of that sand. It creates like this thing, and that turns into a pearl. Did you know that? And if it wasn't for that today, <laughs> I might have had a pearl. Could have had you a nice earring. <laughs> Uh, tune in next week when we have Matt Rock beast of an athlete with muscular thighs and maybe Jason Cummins will be back if we're out of quarantine yes thank you this was fun it was fun I appreciate it thank you thank you for having me I always wanted to do our marriage podcast Um, maybe maybe we can see how that goes because this was actually pretty fun it was really fun yeah Maybe if we're self-isolated longer, we can... If this if this quarantine goes on longer, we can start <laughs> the quarantine podcast. I think that'd be awesome. It would. 
Jason keeps blowing up my phone right now. What he, is he saying? He must sense something. Like, Why would he? He's like, they're just talking about me. I don't know. Let's see. This time we're talking about pearls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what he says here. So what do you think of beads get up there? Remember we always find beads all over in the bed? Like there'll be beads like stuck to my skin when I wake up. <clears throat> I don't know. Same thing. But I don't know. Why don't they turn into a pearl though? What if they just turned into, instead of a size 11, <laughs> turned into like a 4? <laughs> Did you know? Why do they do that? Mm. Some things like the lower the number, the bigger it is. But I know. I get so confused because like beads. Is it the same with needles too? Needles are the same way too. Yeah. I, I get confused. Who decided that <sighs> rationality? It doesn't make any sense. It's like total opposite. It is. Aperture in a camera, the lower the number, the wider your aperture is. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. So These are the questions you need to ask that we need answers to. So our phone number is 406-638-2722 if you want to leave a voicemail. So far, the only voicemail we've got is Jason. Thank three you times. For the Jason. Three times. <clears throat> so we met our quota for the whole, I don't think we got three voicemails the whole, mess, the whole run. Yeah. Good times. So anything you want to add before we go? Run on. Run on. What? I thought about Wayne's robe. (laughs) Party on? (laughs) I almost said Run on, brocade. (laughs) Run on, Levi. (laughs) All right. How come that one time you said on, remember laying in bed and you were talking on the phone? And what did you say? You're, you know, with that cat's butt? No, remember? <laughs> I think everyone was doing something except for Wayne. And like he was sitting there on the on his set on the on his green couch. Well, I guess I'm just gonna stay here and lick the cat's butt. <laughs> <laughs> and Brocade posted that because I quoted that movie. And she, Levi said he's gonna stay home and lick a cat's butthole. <laughs> you said butthole. You misquoted everything and just totally changes the, the, the dynamic and everything. I just it sounds gross. <laughs> Oh, but then butthole, aren't they about this? They're the same area. Isn't that the same? When you misquote it, it turns into people thinking that's from Wayne's World. Do me just thinking I'm going to grab a cat's butt? (laughs) (laughs) Good thing we don't have a cat. Maybe we shouldn't get a cat then. Yeah, they don't like to run with you anyhow. Mine's going to run with us. I'm going to find a running cat. (gasps) Can kill those those snakes. Yeah, one time we we saw a cat kill a snake. It was pretty cool. Yeah, we had a cat who did that too. Mm-hmm. It ate it too. And yeah. I swear its head looked huge after that. I don't know. Maybe it got. some of the venom. It probably got bit a few times. I wonder if it did because I swear after that its head was huge. Yeah, our dog. His name was go- Creamy. Creamy? Creamy. Creamy. I don't know why. Because it was cream colored. I don't know. Don't ask why. It's pretty, pretty original. Um, our dog got bit in the face by a rattlesnake. And its face got really huge. <laughs> Look at that dog in the mask and it had a big head. And it put on the mask. But one time, we were all up on top of the seal outside of my house in the country, mm-hmm. out on Gray Blanket, and we were doing something, and there was um, a little baby rabbit that was running like from the bushes. We saw it, mm-hmm. and um, pretty soon our cat saw it and started chasing it, and I forget what we were doing, but it caught it, and um, I don't know what we thought what was going to happen, but she 
bit onto that rabbit and it was a little little baby it was real cute and she bit the whole head off like the whole little baby rabbit head and just bit it off and Mika my little cousin Mika I guess she's not a little she's like two years younger than me but she was a little girl at the time she was sitting there screaming ah! and she like, like hysterically crying because like that cat was just like our cat was just like one, you could hear it crunching its little skull it's terrible animals are the worst holy smokes so let's get a cat feed baby rabbits I think I want my cat to eat baby rabbits, but it's just to have something to run with. Mice? We don't have a mice problem, but knock on wood. Mm. Are we going to close this episode or what? I tried yeah. like four times now. I know. You keep trying to close on me and then you start on something you new and we something continue new. to talk. I'm talking about weird things like we don't even know. talk like this when we're sitting by each other. I know because you never look at me. You're just busy beating. <laughs> I'm busy. You know what? It's so bad that I'm just all I want is a look every <laughs> ten minutes, just a glance, <laughs> just so you know that I'm there. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you for listening. You're still here. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of running in talking, but. <clears throat> Boy, we like to run. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> if you like it so much, we made a podcast about it. I love running. <laughs> running good. It's so much fun. You know what? I don't think my next like official sanctioned run is going to be the Bighorn until the Bighorn. Me too. <clears throat> Do they have anything before then? Well, we know because we'll be putting on the Mom's Trail. Hopefully that'll be on soon. Are we going to cancel the Mom's Trail? We'll have to see what happens. Things are getting canceled and all the way into April, I saw. Yeah. Ours is May. Did you say the S word? I mean, poop. <laughs> we gotta really... I guess we'll see at the end of the month and assess the situation and see what happens. But still train for it anyhow because we found a 30K and it was fun. It was. You're gonna be in for a treat. It was fun. While you get 30Kers. 30K ends up being about 18 miles. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I've never explained, described the thing that way. <laughs> yummy. You have to think, oh, this is delicious and yummy. It's so good. It's such a good treat. Once it hits your feet, it's so good. <laughs> I think we better go now. We should. And go to bed. Let's go to bed. Okay. Okay. Thank you for coming in. Um, thank you to our. Thank you to our guest co-host, Christina Brocade. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. I love you too. And we will see you next week. So, what am I saying? I'm not